voice masks. What are you hiding behind? What are you picking up and putting in your voice designed to keep us out, designed for us to not connect? Well, that's what I'm talking about today. Let's find out what masks you're hiding behind because your freedom and your next level of success is on the other side of that bulletproof glass that's keeping me out. I think you're gonna really like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today we're going to re- visit masks. I haven't talked about voice masks in quite some time. There was a while back where I broke them all down in different episodes, or at least I did quite a few of them. But I want to revisit them, just touch on them in general, because I am very excited to tell you that I have a quiz out where you can see what your voice mask or masks are. And I would love for you to take this quiz. I've put the link in the show notes and I would love for you to let me know what your masks are. Tag me on social media, post your results. And if you aren't following me on Instagram, I'm at Captivate the Room, but I really want you to take this quiz and let's see what your masks are. Now, for those of you who have not heard me talk about voice masks, let me just give you a little background. Voice masks are something that I created based on certain sounds that I hear. I call them masks, but they are literally sounds. When I hear certain sounds, what is behind them is what they end up being called. And this is a huge research project. This is my own creation. If you Google it, you're not going to find it. I do have, I, I promise I am going to write it in a book. But it is a barrier. So we have a lot to break down and then I will tell you what the masks are. So certain sounds, I will hear a certain sound. I identify it, label it. It comes in very much patterning. But what happens because of these sounds that are the size of a grain of sand is really what's the most important. And that is blocked connection. I call it a mask because it is a sound that you consciously or subconsciously pick up and put on and it keeps us from connecting with you. I use the example of bulletproof glass all the time. I've always lived in big cities. I grew up in big cities. And when you go into the bank at a big city, the tellers are always behind bulletproof glass. You can see them, you can hear them, but you can't touch them. 
Now, don't take this literal. Don't be thinking, okay, she's going around touching tellers. No, but there's something between us. I cannot fully connect. For some people, most people, it is a bulletproof glass. And we literally feel it when it comes down. For some people, it's not as obvious, but it is more like cellophane. But there is still a connection problem. Bottom line, you are not letting me in. So this is the way I talk to you on this show. If you came to my house, this is the way I would talk to you. If you were my client, if you were sitting in my group, if you were a friend, this is how I talk to you. Now, as I'm talking to you, I want you to feel what it feels like. If you feel a certain way listening to me, it's not about whether you like me. It's not about whether you agree with me. It is about a literal physical feeling. Okay. So this is what that feeling is. There's no bulletproof glass, there's no cellophane. I am letting you in because you see, connection happens. You'll hear all these things about, yeah, this is how you connect with people. No, connection happens. When you let me in vocally or not. So I'm letting you in. Now I can shift things and I can put on a mask, one of the masks. And now all of a sudden, I'm still talking to you and I'm still giving you the same information. I didn't change my, nothing changed except I put on a mask. And now can you feel that I'm not letting you in? It feels different. It isn't as expressive. It's really hard for me to do a full expression of who I really am when I have a mask on. But I want you to feel the difference in how I make you feel. Most likely, because every time I do this in a live space, people are like, oh my gosh, I can't connect with you at all. That's totally different. That feels totally different. Now, that's a very obvious example that I just gave you. Sometimes it is that obvious. Sometimes it's not. But people walk away not knowing exactly who you are, not really feeling connected with you. Maybe you're trying to sell something and they walk away and they don't really even know why they're not going to buy from you. They just know "Mm, something's not right. They can't. It is because I will put money on it that you have a voice mask and they cannot connect with you. Or even worse, the voice mask that you have on is repelling them. So let's back this train up a little bit and and talk about how I created this. It actually came from one person many years ago. You maybe have heard me tell this story. He messaged me and he wanted to work with me. He said, I think I'm repelling potential customers. He was an entrepreneur. And the first time I met with him and he said this to me, I said, you are. And he said, how do you know? And I said, what are you trying to prove? Now, I said that because of a sound that I immediately identified 
That is my secret weapon. That is my superpower. I can take a microscopic sound and identify what's behind it and why it's the problem and how it's being processed in the subconscious of the listener. If you didn't know that was my superpower, it is. And that's what makes psychology of the voice different than any other voice methodology out there. So I said, what are you trying to prove? And his face fell and he sat there silent. And he said, how did you hear that? How did you know that? And I said, I can hear it in your voice. And it's repelling your customers. You're right. You're repelling potential customers because they think you're trying to prove something to them. And he sat there for a minute and he said, I spent my entire life trying to prove my worth to my father. So that mask went all the way back to his childhood. Now, he could have done years of therapy around that. In fact, I think he had, but it was still left in the muscle memory. So you can be thinking, oh, I got this. Oh, yeah, I know what I need to do. Oh, yeah, I've already worked through that. Well, maybe you have. But if it is still in your muscle memory, the top layer is what you're going to draw from. If it is in the top layer, no matter how many years of therapy you've done, it's going to come out. And in this particular mask, it's a repellent. So that was the beginning. And I thought, okay, I really feel this barrier. And it is, it was as clear to me literally like a a piece of glass coming down. I could see it. I could feel it. And then I could identify the sound. And so I spent the next few years, every single time when that barrier came down, what was the sound that I heard? And I started labeling these masks, following patterns, following sounds, identifying sounds, chasing the feeling of the bulletproof glasses down again. Wait a minute, hold on. There's some cellophane between us and I can feel the difference. And it is the degree of the sound. Somebody might have a little bit of needing to prove. Somebody might have a lot of needing to prove. But it's a microscopic sound and it keeps people from connecting with you. So this is huge. This is this is probably this is probably the greatest research I did in my career. This or how sounds are being processed in the listener's subconscious, but they were all at the same time. All of this is really in the same bucket for me. You've heard me tell the story about the young man who I went to the workshop in Texas, and this is how I figured out I could identify. I knew I could hear things and I knew I could identify sounds, but this is really when it shifted everything. And I listened to a guy do his role play. And I said, oh, I get it. You fell in love with some girl and you moved down here to Texas and y'all broke up and you don't know, you don't know what you're going to do. You think you're going to move back to the East coast, Maryland, I think, but you don't know what you want to do. So here you are. You like it here. You don't know what you're going to do. And he said, how do you know that? And I said, well, I can hear it in your voice. And it was really this combination process of what are the masks? What are the sounds? How are they being processed? Are they working for you or not? And the answer is they're not working for you. Now, there's different degrees of not working 
for you. You may be losing opportunity or you may be repelling people. So that was how voice masks were born. And over the years, as I have continued to research and I have continued to listen and I've continued to have this massive client base, I have added masks along the way. But it started with two core masks, which were needing to prove and people pleasing. Now, I'm going to tell you when you go take the quiz, we have bucketed a number of the masks into four different buckets. So I'm going to read you a ton of masks in this episode. When you get your quiz results, you'll either be a chatter mask, an actor mask, a pleaser mask, or a convincer mask. And in these four masks fall a number of different masks. What becomes really important is to understand what they're costing you because they're costing you a lot. As you all know, I'm a big researcher and I'm always tracking data and the data we're seeing right now on connection and people seeking connection. I've never seen it like this. People want to know who you are. So you have to put down the mask and they want to, they want to connect with you. And if they can't do that, it ain't going to happen for you. Even old performer voice, radio guy voice, that's a mask. That is a mask. Because it won't let me in. And so that's called performance mask. And performance mask is about, I'm going to be on and I'm going to be so good that you're going to love me because I'm so good. And I sound so like liquid gold. But you don't get into that. You don't get in, do you? So performance mask is radio guy voice mask and I'm a speaker mask. And here's the thing. You put these masks up to get a result. You think by doing it, it's going to get you what you want. And actually, it's the very thing that's going to keep you from getting what you want. So we have to identify your masks and we have to look at what's behind them. And we have to rewrite what's behind them. And we have to rewrite, I call it, when I work with people, I crack these masks. If I don't work with you, I cannot crack the masks, but I have been able to identify some techniques that will help override most masks. When you take the quiz and when you find out your results, in the results that you get, you will find out what mask you have or the family of masks, the bucket of masks, what it sounds like. I do some examples and some overriding techniques that you can apply. Ultimately, we want to crack those. You want me to hear them. I used to do a thing where I, well, I do a voice assessment. But I used, years ago, I used to do a thing where I would listen to a recording and tell people what their masks were and then crack them. I crack them. I rewrite what is inside and I change the habit outside. I give you something very specific to override that mask. But 
all of that, there's there's information around all of that in the quiz. There are steps you can take. But anyway, the two main masks that I see people have the most are needing to prove and people pleasing. In the needing to prove family are the worst masks of all. Needing to prove is a repellent. It's a push. It's an act. It's a defense. And then I got so far as to identify the difference in the sound of defense mask and needing to prove. And they're different. They're microscopically different. Sometimes you will know because you know internally what you're feeling. You'll know internally you're defensive. So you're going to have on a defensive mask. The goal becomes you have so many techniques that even if you feel defensive, you know how to diffuse it so you don't have to pick that mask up to protect yourself. That's what masks the goal. The goal in in your subconscious is you think it's going to get you what you want, but really it's about protection. It's about keeping us out. So that there are certain masks that are so deflective We cannot get within a 10-foot pole of you. And here's the crazy thing. The people that have the most deflective masks, like passive-aggressive, absolute zero awareness of self is a mask. They're the ones that are so confused as to why they can't have what they want, why they don't get what they want. They're very hard to break. Arrogance, defense, needing to prove is, I do needing to prove all the time. Arrogance is, is a challenge, but I break it. But it's it's so, and, and the, why are they challenging? Because they are bulletproof glass. They are such a thick, thick, thick layer of protection. I have to find a way in. Because the goal of that thick, thick, thick layer of protection is to keep me out and everybody else. So needing to prove arrogance, defense, there are overlaps in a lot of these. And oftentimes what I find is that somebody that has one may very well have another one in that family. An example is justification. Justification could be coupled run side to side with defense. But justification could also fall into the bucket of people pleasing. Are you justifying out of defense or are you justifying out of I'm not worthy, victim mentality? What is the driver behind that? But justification is something I see all the time. I have to justify. I have to justify why you should even listen to me, justify why I should be here. And that runs right up against words. I got to give you all the words. I got to say it this way and say it this way and say it this way and say it this way. My video is 32 minutes long. It's 11 minutes long. It needs to be two minutes long. All the words. Thinking that you need all the words in order to get me to listen to you or to get me to buy. Justification. You've got to justify convincing. You have to convince me. Sometimes people come in and they they are they have a convincing mask. They're convincing, trying to convince. They never needed to. My credit card was ready until you started trying to convince me or justifying or defending. 
or needing to prove. I was working with someone the other day and couldn't quite, I was needling through layers of sounds. And I kept thinking, needing to prove? It's just not, it just doesn't feel like needing to prove. Well, that's what it was. Needing to prove I deserve to be here. Which is even a little bit of a different sound than needing to prove I know what I'm talking about. That See, that starts to borderline to arrogance. But I don't want to muddy the waters too much because now you're going to, I don't want to make it confusing. So let's just keep them in, in pretty clear buckets. Mask of indifference. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Owned slash entitled. Uh, owed, not owned. Owed. You owe me. I'm entitled. Entitled is a mask. Blame. Deflection. I am not responsible for this. I am not taking this on. I am not listening to you. I am not. It's this blame. I'm throwing it back at you. I'm throwing it back at you. That's a mask. Not only do I have a mask up with a barrier, but it's going to bounce it right back at you. I don't know if I said passive aggressive. That's a that's an approach, but it's also a mask. Control. I'm going to control this. I am controlling this situation. Control is a mask because it is a sound and it is designed to keep me out. If I'm in control, if I'm in control of this outcome, you can't get in. You can't take control. You can't have control. I got to have control. Same with perfection. Perfection as long as I can put up the mask of perfection, I don't have to let you in to discover that I'm not perfect. Huge, those two, perfection and control. And I'll ask people, I'll hear it. I'll hear it instantly. Do you have a, do you tend to be controlled? No, I'm not controlling. No, or, well, I used to be. So see, that's a perfect example. Maybe they did used to be, but it's still in their muscle memory and it's a repellent because think about it. If masks are to block connection, if I'm trying to connect with you and you are controlling, I process that sound as I don't get to be a part of this. So you're a business coach or you're a money coach or you're a whatever coach and you have a controlling mask. When I hear it, my subconscious is going to go, yeah, you don't get to say anything here. Well, if I want to be a part of it, which most people do, most people, I mean, people hire coaches to learn and to grow and all of that, but I think they want to be a part of it. They're going to go find somebody else. And that's the danger. Beyond lack of connection, people are processing these sounds, these sounds and these masks and deciding that is who you are. Do you really want people to decide you have to prove you're right all the time? You know, my brother, I used to, I don't, haven't talked about my brother in a long time. And I don't know if I, yeah, I think I used to talk about him in relation to needing to prove mask. I know I used to always tell the story about when I was going to Italy one Christmas And he said, don't go to Italy. It's dump. 
And I, I thought, I don't think he did. I don't ever remember knowing him going to Italy. So I said, when did you go to Italy? I've never been. I thought, okay, here we go. Needing to prove again. Oh, well, I, well I'm going. I'm going to go to Rome. I'm going to go. To, don't go. Oh, if you go anywhere, don't go to Rome. Okay. He's already, he's already said he hasn't been. Still the needing to prove mask. And uh, I said, well, yeah, I'm, that's where I'm most excited to go. Yeah, it's a dump. So, see, people, they put that need to prove, he put it up. He'd, I don't even think he knew he was doing it. Never asked him, but I don't think he knew. I don't think he knew he was doing it. People pleasing, people pleasing is huge. And let me tell you what people pleasing becomes. It becomes this neutrality. It becomes doubt. It becomes tentativeness. It becomes not passionate. And when I talk about the people-pleasing mask, I always talk about this woman I worked with. She came to me because she wasn't getting the million-dollar deals. And she thought, well, I'm not captivating enough. Well, no, the problem was she had a people-pleasing mask. So she was going in to do these pitches for these million-dollar deals. And she was neutralizing everything because she didn't want to rock the boat. She didn't want to show up. And be too much. She didn't want to be over dramatic, and so she just was like this. Well, that got read as not passionate, indifferent, not passionate. And they're over there thinking she's over there. She's doing this because she's like, I need to be what they want me to be. And they're over there going, we got to find somebody with some passion for these projects. Now here's the tragedy. She's one of the most passionate people I'd ever met. So do you see the danger in this? You're losing money. You're losing business. You're losing following, especially if you have a people-pleasing mask. I don't know who you are. And I'm making decisions about you that aren't reflective of you. That's why I want you to take that quiz. We got to find out what mask you are. Cheerleader, cheerleader. Everything is great all the time. No, it's not. No, it's not. And so when you're on all the time, because somebody said along the way that you always have to be happy and you can't ever be anything else, then you're keeping us out because you don't want us to know you're sad or whatever it is. Cheerleader mask. Did I mention buffer? I didn't. I didn't. Buffer. Buffering mask. Buffering. That's filler. People, people think it's filler. It's not. It's buffering. Um is retrieval. You know, like, so maybe, sort of, kind of. That's, that's buffer. That's a buffer mask. You're buffering bad news or, or our reaction. It's in the people-pleasing family. You don't want to upset us. You don't want us to get mad at the bad news or you're scared of our reaction. So you buffer it with like, so, you know, maybe sort of you are probably fired or whatever you're saying. Well, here's the thing. No amount of buffering is going to change what you're going to say. The real action to take is to drop the mask and trust that the outcome is yours. Instead of buffering. See, that's a deflection. Can you feel that? When I start doing all of that, it's a pushing away. 
It's a pushing away with my voice. And really, they all are. It is, you don't get in. I have to push you away. Some of them, I'm going to push you harder. I'm like, shove you. Others, I'm just going to push you away. Some, I'll let you get right up to the glass, but you're not getting in here. Uh Uh-uh. No, not going to happen. I'm looking at my list right now, and I don't think I mentioned condescension either. Condescension is a mask that reeks of insecurity. Condescension. Somebody got condescending with me the other day, and I thought, (laughs) no, that will not work. I think that's all of them. I think I said all of them. So you see, they all are different. They are all close, but different. They all come from stories. So whatever masks you have, you can pretty much guarantee they're going to go back to whatever your voice stories are. Like my needing to prove guy that had to prove his worth to his father his whole life. He was an entrepreneur. I worked with him many, many years ago. And and I just I just made the connection right in that moment. And I have seen it time and time and time and time again. Because with everybody I work with, this comes up and I break these masks because they're not serving you. But if you, but you want to pick up something, you need something, you need a technique. But you need a technique that's not about protection. Keeping me out is not the solution. The solution becomes show up as who you really are, communicate as you really want. Now, I say that carefully. I'm not giving you a permission slip to go out and give everybody a good cussing. Not at all. But people think they're direct. They're not direct. People think they shouldn't say this or they shouldn't say that. People think they're too dramatic. They think they're arrogant. They think, you know, all of this. We've got to get you lined up vocally with who you really are. And who you really are may be somebody that is arrogant or needs to prove or buffers or justifies or convinces or people pleases. That may be who you are right now. But that's not who you really are. There are so many more shades of you that people are waiting to hear, that people are seeking, that people want to know that are hiding behind that barrier. And it's time to bring that barrier down. And when you do, not only are you going to get inner freedom, more confidence, but you're going to have better connections and you're going to finally be able to express yourself in your real voice as who you really are and take your business and your relationships to the next level. I think it's fascinating. I think it's truly fascinating. This is one of my favorite parts of the work that I do. It's probably my favorite piece of research. So I want you to go click that link in the show notes. If you can't click the link in the show notes, 
email me, send me an email, say, I've got to try that quiz out or go to the website, captivatetheroom.com. I want to get you that quiz link, but check the show notes. It's there. And let's find out what masks or mask, probably masks you have. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right there. Till I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it in front of a mask, not behind it. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 